books, music, history, movies, current events, and much, much more. Greetings from the heart of Dixie. I'm your host, Shusuke. That's not my real name. But if you stick around, you might just find out what it is. mom of two and I've lived in southern Alabama all of my life. When I was 18, I married my husband and I've been married to him ever since. I have two teenagers now with the same man. So do the math. So what does Wicked Shizuku mean? Well, Wicked Shizuku is broken up into two parts. Wicked is a book by Gregory Maguire about the Wicked Witch of the West and it was also turned into a Broadway musical. Shizuku is a Japanese word that means to drop or more commonly seen in the to be continued section of One Piece. Uh, my husband served for four years. He did a deployment in Afghanistan. That's when I raised my children. I'm a mother that's going back to school now. So during that time of raising my children, I read books. And for today, the number that I've actually gotten up to now is 4,420. Today's date is September 8th. And I'm not safe for work at times. So I'll try to remember to warn you. A little about me is I have nine cats and a dog. Those names include Ernest Hemingway, Robert Frost, Brains, Teddy, Ajax, Treasure, and Bounty. And the dog's name is Oh Snickety Doodles. If anyone's ever read Lemony Snickets, you just might know what I'm talking about. Maybe in a future episode, I just might bring some limericks out for you. A couple of things that have happened in my life is one that Leonard Nimoy died on my birthday. And I share a birthday with Chelsea Clinton, Adam Baldwin, and Liz Taylor too. Lord rest Liz Taylor's soul. Oh yeah, the first Mardi Gras in 1827 was also on my birthday. So that's some other crazy trivia. Some of my favorites include Dante, Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files, Cressida Cowell's How to Train Your Dragon. So I've been seeing a lot of awful things on the news. And I'm so disappointed, very disappointed. But I would like to read a story when I was a little girl. It was a book that all of the girls in my particular age group used to fight over. The name of the book is Trafalgar True, and it was written by Stephen Cosgrove and illustrated by Robin James. It's a serendipity book, and it was copyright in 1980. Far, far away in a time of dreams and make-believe, there was a small curious country called Kurim. Kurim wasn't much as countries go. A small forest, a medium-sized meadow, and a twisting crystal stream. What made Kurim very special was right in the middle of the meadow lived a most magnificent winged dragon called Trafalgar True. Trafalgar didn't do much from one day to the next. He would sit and quietly watch the world go round. Trafalgar loved every living thing, and watching to him was the same as doing. Trafalgar would watch the flock of birds as they flew from tree to tree. He would watch a turtle or two as they crawled across the meadow. But most of all, he loved to watch the furry little creatures called kith 
and kin. There was very little difference between a kith and a kin. They both had long bushy tails and big brown eyes. In fact, the only difference was the kith's fur was black with a long white stripe down the middle and while the kin's fur was white with a black stripe down the middle. All day, every day, they would skitter about the forest playing games with one another in the happiest way of filling Trafalgar with love for all of them. Everyone would have been happy to do this every day if one morning, a piece of the sun had not fallen from the sky and landed right in the middle of Trafalgar's meadow. When the dust had settled, Trafalgar saw the most beautiful sunstone he had ever seen. The morning light danced and glittered from the stone, making everything seem a little brighter. It couldn't have been more than a moment or two before all the kith and kin had gathered around the gate to gaze at the sunstone's beauty. They were ooing and eyeing its brilliance. When either a kith or kin pushed someone else to get just a little closer, soon the kith were pushing kin, and kin were pushing kith. Quit your pushing, snarled a fuzzy little kin. Just stand back, and a minute I'll let you see my stone. Your stone, growled the kith. It landed on our side of the forest. The stone belongs to the kith. And so it went throughout the day with the kin grumbling and the kith pushing and Trafalgar watching in disbelief. The next day was the same, if not a little worse, as the kith and kin tossed insult after insult at one another. Why, poor one kith was even tripped as he walked down the path. As he picked himself up, he could hear laughter coming from the bushes around him. Dumb old kith giggled the hidden kin. They think the sunstone belongs to them when we all know it belongs to us. Then laughing and chuckling, off they scampered back to the meadow. Trafalgar True sat and watched unnoticed where before there was a pleasant little meadow filled with love. There was nothing now but a field of bitterness, jealousy. So saddened was he this turn of events that large silver tears ran to glide gracefully over his snoot and fall softly to the ground. It wasn't that the kith hated the kin or that the kin hated the kith. It was just that each wanted to own the brilliance of the sunstone and neither knew how to share. All day long there was pushing and shoving as they tried to be closest to the brilliant stone. The kith became so frustrated that later, that very same day, they threw a vine over the stone and tried to drag it away. The kin, not to be outdone, threw a vine from the other side, and the two silly groups pulled and tugged for nearly three hours before they all collapsed. Too pooped to pop. In fact, they were so tired from all that pushing and pulling that they all fell fast asleep right there in the meadow. All, that is, for save, save for a baby kin who stood before the stone and softly cried, I hate you, Sunstone. You're so pretty, but all you have brought is sadness, and I wish you would go back to the sun. No one heard the child except the stone and the silent figure who watched from beneath the tree. Trafalgar True. A saddened and troubled Trafalgar thought and thought throughout the night. Just before dawn, he knew what he had to do. He quietly flexed his wings once or twice, then gently flew to the magnificent stone. With all his might, he clutched the sunstone firmly in his arms and began to fly towards the sun. As the morning light was just breaking through, 
the trees. The morning air was filled with soft sighs as the kith and kin woke up from their sleep and gently rubbed their eyes. Suddenly, someone shouted, It's gone! The kith stole the sunstone! No! cried the kith. It was the kin! With that, they began shoving and shouting, and a kin even pulled a kith's tail. There would have been trouble. There would have been a terrible fight if had not someone who looked up and saw Trafalgar high in the sky. Look! It's Trafalgar true! And he's got the stone! Oh no! cried the baby kin. Trafalgar is trying to fly the stone back to the sun. As the kith and kin grazed to the sky, as the kith and kin gazed to the sky, they realized what they had done. But he'll be killed, they moaned. We've got to stop him. They all looked at one another, trying desperately to think of a way to treat, to reach Trafalgar. Suddenly, one furry kith snapped his fingers and said, I know. We must all shout together. With our voices united, we will sure, he will surely hear us. Together they formed a circle, and while holding hands, began to shout, Trafalgar! Trafalgar! For a moment, it looked as though the plan was going to fail them. Trafalgar heard the echo of his name, and he slowly turned in the sky and looked down on the creatures below. You cannot fly to the sun, for if you do, you will surely die. Our selfishness and greed has almost destroyed you, as well as our friendship. Please come back. Trafalgar smiled softly and then began to glide gently back to the land of three. From that time forward, Kith and Kim shared and shared alike in the meadows, curries. They would play around sunstone in the happiest of worlds, filling Trafalgar with love for them all. So when it comes to sharing with Kith and Kim or you, remember that you're sharing the love of Trafalgar tree. I'll be back after the break. And now for my reflection on Trafalgar True. As I said, this was a book that meant a lot to me as I was a child. And it shaped my writing. And I would like to share some of my writing with you now. And this is when you get to actually learn my mysterious name. The Moral Argument by Samantha Tullison I listened to the world go quiet. I felt the horror with people huddling in the night, whispering prayers, hoping for God's light. Banks so happy that their misdeeds are staying out of sight. Quiet words and missed days, blurring together, forming a haze, clicking buttons, whirring fans, walking around the city is banned. Terror of germs has arrived, from a bat it was derived, lies of a weak flu, for when those who are safe are few. The earth, she took a gasping breath. The humans now visited by death. Now I watch my country burn. Night after night, sleeping on a razor's edge. Hoping and waiting to see if my town remains intact. An argument over the color of skin. What if a person were to have feathers, scales, or fins? Why does the news act as if we're in the days of Huckleberry Finn? What century do you think we're in? 
Brown, Garrison, Douglas, and Stowe? Is this the boat that they would get in to row? Remember what we reap is what we must sow. Shall this be something we keep or throw? See the invisible, row, row, fight the power, touch the untouchable, break the unbreakable, row, row, fight the power, power to the peeps, power for the dreams, still missing peace, scattering so incomplete, we be that once incredible soldier from underground, see how easy they all fall down, digging through the court to see the light, let's get out of here babe, that's the way to survive, y'all top off the hat, I'm on the set, do the impossible, don't you wanna bet, cause a lot of things change, we be waiting in I'm still starving for the straight up skill We gonna make it happen with a crazy rap skill You're ready to rumble, now be the time uh-huh. If you ain't know, now you know
Did you know Star Trek first premieres on NBC TV starring William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy in 1966? Or that in 1024, Duke Conrad II was chosen as the German king and crowned at Mount's Cathedral? Or that the Battle of Samarkand at Yelutashi defeats Islam? Oh, also another cool one. Richard I, King of England, was born in Oxford, England. In 1522, Spanish navigator Juan de Anco returns to Spain, completing first the first circumnavigation of the globe. The expedition began under Ferdinand Magellan. In 1565, the first permanent European settlement in the U.S. is founded in St. Augustine, Florida. In 1664, Dutch, the Dutch surrender colony of New Netherlands, including New York, to 300 soldiers. In 1841, Charles J. Coteau, American assassin of U.S. President James A. Garfield was born in Freeport, Illinois. In 1941, World War II, the Siege of Leningrad by German, Finnish, and eventually Spanish troops began battle that lasted over 28 months as Russia repels invasion. Well over millions of lives were lost. In 1971, Jocko Willick, American Navy SEAL and author of Extreme Ownership, was born in Torrington, Connecticut. In 1986, The Oprah Winfrey Show is first broadcast nationally. In 1945, Ron Pigpen McKernan of the Grateful Dead was born in San Bruno, California. Happy birthday, Pigpen. In 1761, King George III married Charlotte of Mecklenburg-Stelis. She was also called Queen Charlotte. In 1973, Hank Aaron sets the records for most home runs in one league, which was 709 for all you baseball guys out there. In 2001, Kylie Minogue releases her single, I Just Can't Get You Out of My Head, the biggest of her career. Hmm. In 1973, ice hockey star Bobby Orr weds speech therapist Peggy Wood at a secret ceremony in Ontario, California. Canada. In 1981, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was born in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Go all 90s fangirls. In 2007, Duchess Maria Anna Henriette Gabrielle Julie in Bavaria wed investment baker Klaus Renault near Munich, Germany. In 2012, How I Met Your Mother actress Kobe Smulders wed SNL's actor Taryn Killiam at Alasel Guest Ranch and Resort in Slovan, California. And last year, last year, there was a lot going on, but it's not nearly as chaotic as it is now, which is kind of sad. Being from the South, what was going on around here last year? Hmm. Well, not a lot of people like the Orange Man, but here's my take on it. Last year, California was suffering due to major wildfires that extended up into the Oregon region. A lot of that place was burned and President Trump was down in Florida, Jupiter, Florida to be specific, and he was giving a speech at the Jupiter Lighthouse, which I've been to. Um, the, the president was, President, president Trump was accused of calling the military losers at that time. Well, that was also misconstrued because what he was doing that day is that he was signing an order on the coronavirus relief and 
improving rural health and telehealth access through his executive order 13941. And he discussed environmental successes in Florida that day, which included 61 cleaned up toxic sites and expanded 4 million acres of public land for fishing and hunting in the state of Florida. And he also reported that Florida had invested $38 billion into the water infrastructure. And that's what was going on last year. My resources this time came from the Bill O'Reilly site, the Jupiter Library, White House speech performed by President Trump and a new app that I have found a very fun time has been called On This Day. And that was Perspective, brought to you by Wicked Shizuku. You can find me on Telegram at t.me slash Wicked Shizuku Reviews, Twitter at SamLynn underscore Toll, and visit my website if you'd like to give me more feedback at shizukusreviews.blogspot.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great evening.